Hello. Welcome to Gotham Bougie Podcast. We are still alive. <laughs> we have not died. You may be. Oh, I'm exhausted, but no. We're alive. But as we told you, we got to do what we got to do with our lives. And life's been kind of insane. We do what uh, we want. We do what we want. Absolutely. But, um, no, but we, sometimes that, that, yeah, we've just been busy, guys. Yeah. But, um, yeah. We have. And we, you guys know, we don't get paid to do this, but we love putting this out for y'all because mm-hmm. we entertain y'all and you miss us when we don't entertain you. But, you know, we have real lives too. So, and um, life has happened crazy the last, for me, especially this last weekend. I've had a lot going off too. I mean, yeah. I mean gosh, you're not the only one that has stuff happening, you know. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Belle has traveled. We've seen each other. Uh, it was lovely. We got to spend some great time. We're going to talk about that in a minute because my story today is about that. Spooky. Um, that's just been an insane... We haven't recorded since um, like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh, why is my computer all stuck? Okay, since two weeks ago? It's been about two no, weeks. No, because, yeah, a week and a half. That because I was in Dallas that time. Two and a half weeks. Yeah, so two and a half weeks. So we flew into Dallas on Sunday, so we had to have recorded before that, right? This Friday will be two weeks since we released an episode. Since we released an episode, but... Yeah, yeah. So two weeks since we recorded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So It was a fun week. I had a really good time. It was neat to see family and friends and... Not die. It just sucked because it's... (laughs) And what? And not die, right? And not die. <laughs> it just sucked because it wasn't like a. I was a having to work, so I wasn't able to like take any time off. So I was like basically telling everyone, if you want to see me, you have to come see me because I don't have time to go see everybody. This is a hotel I'm at. Come see me. So I, when I got into town, I, I had dinner with Cheyenne and Caleb, and that was fun. And then on Monday, uh. Sonia came and visited me, which was fun because she actually came to the hotel at like 10 o'clock at night. Uh, she called me and asked me like this random question. I'm not going to repeat it, but if, if I had something and I said, wow, just so happens I do, but you have to come get it from me. And she said, oh yeah, like a thousand miles away. I said, no, bitch, I'm in Dallas. And she's like, what? Surprise! so she's like like, i want i'm gonna come see you i'm like all right cool come see me but sonia and if you're listening i love you babe but you take forever to get somewhere i'm like okay but like i'm gonna go to bed (laughs) because i have to work so are you coming or not so i gave her the directions and everything and i'm telling her like where to go to get to my hotel and I'm texting her. I'm like, fuck, it's been like an hour. I'm like, where are you coming from? She said, Mesquite. Oh, fuck. So I said, that's an hour and a half. I know. Drive, so right? I was like, okay, look, yeah. if you're not coming, let me know. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to go to sleep. She's like, no, no, I'm almost there. I, I see the building. She's like, I see the hotel. I see the name. I see the building. And you know, that hotel, it was kind of a little, it was like in the center of a, Hidden a, a mall. Yeah. So you could see this hotel. And so I look out my window <laughs> And I can see the, the mall uh, drive around the mall. And I'm like, she's like, I, I see the hotel. I just don't want to get there. I'm like, wait, wait. You're frozen, like waving at me. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> okay. So can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Hang on. I'm just shaking my head. Listening. Let me do something with my internet real quick. Okay. All right. So that should be better now. Anyway, so I look out the window and I, I see this car circling around like circling around. I'm like, is that, and I'm like, wait, are you in a white car? Yes, I am. I'm like, oh my God, I can see you. I'm like, you've, you've passed it again. Stop, turn around, come back the other way. And she's like, I see, I'm like, okay, slow down, slow down. I see this car, like er, 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 going and stopping, going and stopping. Okay. Right there, right there. I'm like, I wish you could see me in the window. Cause I'm like, waiting. I'm up on the fucking ninth floor, but I know you can't see into the floor, but yeah. So she finally came and visited me and that was, that was fun. It was just really late at night, but then I, I invited her to come to pan on Friday. I was like, this can be super fun. And it was until we got home and I will never, ever, we ever, almost died. Ever, ever, I used to say, 
my my other best friend, like growing up from childhood, like we hardly ever talked anymore. I used to say driving with her was was horrible. Like it, you and and, I, and then I say it was you. Now with you, it's I'm like driving with you is not. You are not a passenger. It is a fully interactive experience. You <laughs> must be prepared. And now I can say Sonia is now the absolute worst. Worse than my it's dad. It's not that I drive bad. I just need people to fucking get out of my way. And I know yeah. where I'm going and I'm watching for other people. And I, I drive fast. But did you die? You did not. But we did almost die. Yeah, I think we did almost die. I think we did. because you scared me. Like, <laughs> guys, I, I told y'all that story of me getting in the car with that lady after dance class. And don't get into car with strangers but it's also important not to get into cars with people you know because you never know what they're gonna drive like. <laughs> and you know it, it worked out well it was going to work out well because we wouldn't have had to uber but like I was about to have a fucking full-on panic attack like I hadn't drank at all that night because we got buzzed at the cocktail show thing yes, that we went to, yes. which you will talk about, but I hadn't drank at all at pan. And I was like, <laughs> I am fully sober and fully. Cause usually driving home from the club, like if I'm in an Uber or Robert's driving, I'm totally not paying attention. My, I'm looking out the window as the lights go by blurrily, you know, cause I'm usually fucking buzzed or something. I was a fully sober and fully awake. <laughs> we were we were so both fully right sober and hungry. <laughs> we were hungry. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. And then I walked into the hotel. I'm like, okay, guys. So we were, uh, what happened was when we were at Pan, it was called the dark party and it's all the lights were turned off and I was incredibly, incredibly hot. And I had this chemist thing on under my corset and also a tank top thing. And it was hot. So I'm like, I'm going to take off the tank top because the corset was an underbus corset. I said, I'm going to take off the tank top because it's hot. Well, not caring and not realizing, well, not really caring, but that it was completely see-through. The bra part of the chem chemist was see-through black mesh. You could see straight through it though. Because um, it was dark. It didn't, didn't matter. Yeah. So mm -hmm. then we were leaving. And what's funny is the pictures with Byron, because I took a picture with Byron to say, to say bye to Byron. And you can see my nips straight out in that picture <laughs> too <laughs> robert's like wow because he looked at those pictures he's like wow okay nice. and I was like, yeah well that's the way i walked into the hotel after sonia dropped me and melanie off i walked into the hotel me and you were fucking exhausted <laughs> i think you had even already taken your fucking shoes off yeah and we were hungry and we wanted to eat our panda express that we didn't get to eat earlier because we was running late for the, the cocktail <laughs> thing and i'll i pounce on you know I pounce up what's the word flounce I flounce yeah. up to the yes. the front desk with my boobies you know because I'm looking hot 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 goth chick I'm like yes is there a microwave and <laughs> the, the guy's like um yeah right over there right in the market area he's thinking he's thinking yeah you may not want to get too close with the, that metal on your nips <laughs> but I didn't I didn't me or Mel didn't even think twice about it until we get into the, the fucking elevator and the elevator's all mirrored and when I turn around I'm like oh fuck <laughs> and I wasn't paying attention <laughs> and Melanie's like oh my god you asked him where the microwave was excuse me can you tell my tits where the microwave is always a good time always a good time we always we needed that time. laughing always oh and, and we laughed like, and we were laughing and we were laughed laughing. and then she's like I'm like okay I need bedding to sleep on because she had like a big couch I just slept on the couch she's like it's over there so I'm trying to take the, <laughs> the mirror off the wall like, I thought it was like no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like trying not to pay attention because we're both tired as fuck because that whole day had just been rush 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 run, run, run. <laughs> three o'clock I had morning. gone to my photo three shoot. in the morning I had gone to my photo shoot earlier that day, which by the way, I really think that this one, we nailed it. You know, I told, I told you before that I always liked that Dynamite Dames work with other people, but I've just never felt like it was on that mark for me when we've done some of the photo shoots and I've, I've, I've cared for some of the other photo shoots have been with other photographers better. Well, this time I was much more clear with what I exactly wanted. And I think this setting and the outfit, I think we nailed it this time. Absolutely nailed it. It was awesome. dark. Um, anyway, so that was, that was lots of fun. Um, I'm trying to, I don't want to talk about the, the cocktail thing yet. Cause you're going to talk about that with the story. Oh God. So I got to see my dad 
my dad's, you know, so fucking cute. And I got to see my sister and my niece and my nephews. So I told my sister, I'm like, don't tell my niece and my nephew, don't tell them right. that I'm I, coming. Well, Colton, the older one, he knows because he's <laughs> a group, the family chat. And she's like, okay. And so my sister just told them they were having dinner with Papa that day. So that's why they had a good house clean and everything. Cause you have to tell kids some reason why you have to clean the fucking house. Um, but I called, I was in the Uber and I got out of the Uber and I went like next door. And what's funny is Colton, my nephew got a picture of me, like hiding behind the truck of the people next door. And I called <laughs> my sister and I, I put, tell her, put Naomi on video so I can see, you know, put her right, on right. FaceTime. Uh-huh. Yeah. They, she doesn't have iPhone because she's, you know, her. Mm-hmm. but, um, so I'm talking to Naomi. I'm like, hi. She's like, hi, I miss you so much. I miss you so much. Do I do? I miss her so fucking much. And she's like, oh, Nina, I miss you. And I said, oh, I hear you're having a, a get together today. She's like, yeah, Papa's coming over for dinner and we're going to sit outside. And I'm like, oh yeah. I said, it's, 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 it's beautiful here. You know, she sees the sun. She can't see anywhere I'm at. I'm like, it's beautiful here. Is it beautiful there too? And she's like, yeah, it's really pretty outside. I'm like, go out front and show me, like, show me how pretty it is outside. I'd love to see what it's like there. I'm I'm like, remember the days when I used to just show up and surprise you and we'd have fun together. She's like, yeah, I miss you so much. So she walks outside the front door and I come around the truck and I'm standing on the sidewalk in front of her, but she is so oblivious. She's got the phone. <laughs> like, look, Nina, look how pretty it is outside looking at the phone. And I'm like, Naomi, look up. <laughs> She's still showing the phone. <clears throat> Naomi, look up. <laughs> look at the woman in black on your sidewalk. Hello, it's me. <laughs> Anyway, so that was fun. She was like, oh my God. So that was a fun time. Oh, I love I love, I love that she was excited. But yeah, it was so funny because I was standing, you know, the 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 distance of a fucking front yard. It's not that and I was no, like, her yard's not huge. <laughs> she walks outside. Pay no attention to the Aww. woman in black in the corner. Yeah. So that was that was you were invisible. <laughs> I was um exposed to COVID that oh, week. No. I didn't tell you. I think I did tell you. Um, yeah. So one of, we were, <laughs> I was doing a training program and like the second day of the program, we have like 50, 50 something participants. One of the people email and is like, I tested positive for COVID this morning. And we're like, Oh fuck. But I'm like, damn, what's, but now it's like, mm. it doesn't mean anything. Like we didn't have to tell like- anybody. Yeah, yeah, like the, all the protocols had lifted. We didn't have to tell the only person that we had to tell anybody that was in close contact with that person um, for mm-hmm. more than a, and it's a five day quarantine. Yeah, within six feet. No, that person didn't have to quarantine either. If you're wow. if you're vaccinated, according to my company, if, if you're vaccinated and, and you're boosted, if you are exposed. If you test positive, you're not supposed to show up at work. So that lady had to stay out right? and she had a, she, I don't know if she flew home or what, but the other lady that she was with the most of the day didn't have to, we didn't have to tell nobody else or nothing. So she showed up to, I was like, that was fun. Uh, we think that COVID's behind us. And then, and then I'm thinking, why in the world did she, do people carry around tests with them? I'm like, why did you, I'm always curious why well, people take tests. <laughs> She may have had a free test that she got like from the post office that you can get and maybe just has it packed just Well, our company case. provided them to us. Like mm-hmm. I still have like 20 in my bathroom, but I'm just like, maybe she just brought one with us just with her just to be precautious. I don't know, but she maybe. said she was feeling sick that morning and took it and she was positive. I'm like, oh, fuck, but nothing happened. Nothing, nothing. There was no nothing for it. So that's that. Um crazy yeah anything else anything fun happen other than our little cocktail thing oh my gosh <clears throat> um, you you always have shit I mean, happening you always have like drama you know i told you nothing the fun. other day that i would just love to like be like so let me tell you the story let me tell you what happened what happened was so i was driving to work on friday and i get to work and i text bell and i'm like this is how my morning's going <laughs> Oh my God. So I drive to the country and I'm just, I'm literally just sitting there and there's this like, there's this house that has like, cause it's kind of in the country, but they have like llamas in their backyard. And I always like watch them cause I always get stuck at that light. And I love watching them cause they're cute. They're yeah. so fucking cute. 
And I was like prancing around and whatever. Well, all of a sudden they like lifted their heads, like high alert. And I was like, there's like five of them. Right. Right. I'm like, maybe they're making, they're like alerted because of the car going by or whatever. <clears throat> the next thing I know, like <laughs> this guy comes walking out. I guess the, the house. Owner. So he, he came out of the house. At the backyard, at the back door of this house. He has no shirt on and like jeans and he has like this like mascot head on looks like a shark right <laughs> and no shirt and like jeans and I'm like what the fuck is going on? I'm like is this what real is life happening? like it was I was in such shock that I was like is this real life right now and he starts like chasing them like he's jaws and they're running like they're he's jaws he's gonna eat him I it hope somebody in his house it. was filming it oh my god I wish I'd filmed it it was the funniest shit I've seen in a long time. Just randomly in the middle of the country. I'm like, who Although you do need to stop on? doing TikToks in a moving fucking vehicle while you're driving. It's fine. I was going two miles an hour, so it's fine. And okay. I was at the light. Okay. It's fine. That's all I'm going to say about that. I'm going to fly dangerous activity. I'm going to continue to sip <laughs> my tea. It's all I'm going to I'm just going to sip my so, tea. So, yeah. So, it. it was, that was comical. And everything was fine. And then I'm like chilling Saturday, whatever. Um, went and watched Rockwell Band last week perform in UIL. And they made it to the preliminary. So I'm going Saturday to watch them. Hopefully they go to state. So excited about that. They did amazing. That's nostalgic. Um, it is because they're at Mesquite Memorial Stadium. And I was like, oh, look at that. At the memories. <laughs> and they performed at Depeche Mode. So it's even better. That's cool. Um, I, mean, I was so, like, wow, marching band has changed. We didn't fucking, we performed a Les Miserables. We didn't get to no fucking uh, Depeche oh, Mode. Girl, let me tell you, they prance across the field. Ashley went with me and she was dying laughing. She's like, oh my God, David's dancing. <laughs> we were like, what is going on? It's modern band. Like, it's yeah, not. Like they had the, the game, in. I guess. Wow. So, um, so I was, everything was fine Saturday. And then like about four o'clock, I get this random call from one of Caitlin's friends and that she's had one of her episodes. We've talked about this before, but she randomly just passes out. We think she's mm-hmm. having seizures three times. She had it. So it was, it was that day. She, it happened times. three times that day or it's happened. Yes. In a row. Yes. Oh my God. Um, so she's like, call 911. I'm like, no, no, don't call 911. I can't afford an ambulance. <laughs> I'm like, is she alert? Yeah. She's alert. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go take a shower and kind of get ready because I hadn't showered because it was chill day. And so Caitlin calls me crying and I was like, do you want me to come? I don't know. And I'm like, that means you want me to come. So well, I got she, in, but she was I in like, the emergency room by then, right? Um, so they were heading to the emergency room. So by that time, I like called my mom. She came and got Charlie. I took a shower. So there's 30 minutes I got ready. But and through, I didn't even know what to like grab. Like I was just grabbing shit. I was in such a hurry. And does she there, go out? Uh, like, first, does she lose consciousness or is it a seizure? We don't, we think it's seizures. So she has a neurologist appointment coming up. She talked to them, let them know. And so she's going to see them November 11th, but she's still remote. So they're doing a remote visit and hopefully December she'll be home. And we can do like the overnight stay for the EEG and stuff for right, them to monitor yeah. a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, it was crazy. Have they had her do anything not- like as soon as an episode passes and she's able to think about it, is, is she keeping any type of log of what was happening she, right before? She is, she is, but the scary part is we've tried to like draw the lines and put like it all together. What's triggering it? <clears throat> she's always doing different things. She wasn't dehydrated. So we know that she was, cause that's one of the things, well, maybe you're dehydrated because she had had two, one or two drinks. That's it. I'm like, well, maybe you're dehydrated. She's like, I wasn't mom. So it's <clears throat> like, you know, I drink water all the time and she does. She's not one that goes out and parties and drinks a lot. So in the ER, uh, the doctor that saw her said, yeah, you're not dehydrated. So everything was normal. All testing was normal. And they ruled out <laughs> but, that one syndrome of like, it happens when you stand up. So they say she has vasovagal is what it's called. That's what that is. So right? we think she has. We think she has POTS. So if you can look at POTS or the abbreviation, I can't remember the exact words for it. It's a very long word. What's the difference? We think what they mean? Basal vagal just means like when you stand up, like you said, really fast. and It you drops just, your blood pressure. Oh, and you kind of feel dizzy. Yes, kind of feel yeah. dizzy and you have to sit down and you pass out or whatever. But we think that they're just gave her that diagnosis just because they don't know what the hell's wrong with her. They don't know what's wrong with her. They really don't. 
And she, well, that, that in and of itself is still a serious thing. Your blood pressure drops and you Absolutely. go out. Absolutely. But that's just passing out. She's actually having seizures now. Whenever you have vasovagal, vagal, you're not having seizures. You just pass out from your blood pressure dropping. She's having actual seizures now. And so MRI, that's just, scan, all of that. Yep. Yep. We've done a cardiology workup with the Holter monitor. We've seen the neurologist done full workup on everything. So right now we are kind of like in limbo. We don't know what's wrong. So it was very scary. And so I literally, I mean, I got there by eight o'clock. So what is it? It is, it's a syndrome where they have seizures. Um, so I've gotten on pot TikTok now <laughs> and I'm watching because you know, when you start looking at stuff it automatically pulls it up, you guys can go look at it and you'll see like a lot of the people that have it wound up having to have a service dog to alert them when they're, that's what I'm asking Mel. I'm asking what uh, is, it's, it's a syndrome. seizure. Like what it's happened? like epilepsy. So the other, it, the other people that you're watching, they, it's very similar. Is it sounding yes. like ringing like very, yes. very similar things? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the service dog would probably be able to be trained to detect when it's going to happen. It's, it's basically like having epilepsy, but it's different from having seizures all the time. It's random seizures, but you have yeah, yeah. other things that go along with it. Yeah. But a dog might be able drops. to sense that it's coming. Exactly. So it's the same thing as like having epilepsy is what it is, but it's not epilepsy. It's right. a different type of syndrome. So that's what it is. So um, there's no cure for it. So we don't know right now that we're thinking leaning more of that's what she has. Um, because she's not having, this is like her third or fourth episode just this year, but before she was maybe having one or two a year. So it's definitely increasing, um, when she has the seizures and stuff. So we don't know, right. but anyway, so if you guys can just thank, keep us in your thoughts and hopefully we find answers soon. Cause it's been, it was not, I know you're about to say thoughts and prayers. Uh, I'm trying thoughts not to say that anymore because anything. prayers aren't really helping with a lot of stuff. How, how about, how about <laughs> send us any information you may have on a good neurologist that is familiar with pot yes. syndrome. If anyone out there has yes. that information, that would be helpful. We have a few fillers out for some different neurologists. Join right our, now, buy me a so. coffee. Yes. Thoughts uh, yes. Prayers don't really know no how much this coffee. Let me tell you, <laughs> we have Baylor Scott and white insurance and with that. You have to go to Baylor Scott and white hospitals there's not one there in san marcus so god only knows how much this fucking er visits gonna cost us but she had to go but you know the law is that they have to stabilize you on an emergency basis they can't turn you right. away but they can bill us whatever the hell they want to bill us but the insurance will still pay out a network because it was an emergency state unless it was ruled that it was not an emergency and she didn't need to go to the hospital we but don't have she didn't know what was wrong though. so she had to go Right, but we don't have out-of-network benefits, and so that's the problem. So we only have in-network benefits. Our, our, our insurance doesn't offer out-of-network benefits, but we'll come to that. We'll cross that bridge when we get the bill. And, and I and I am telling you, I know the law, and they have to, they have to cover you for emergency care. Beyond that, the doctor, the hospital can transfer you out. The hospital can discharge you, but if it is an emergency, then they have to. They have to provide stabilizing care and the, the insurance has to pay that. Well, they're part of it, whatever your part is, because you couldn't go to an in-network provider. Right, right. So they're going to have to work out a deal where they will take the, whatever yeah. the benefits are. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do for work. So I get all that. So anyway, so, and then I went to bed, they were having parties everywhere. All the visitor parking was taken. So it's not like my apartment's like I can scan a QR code, like if someone stays here the night or whatever, and I can put their license plate number in and they're safe for 24 hours, oh, that's right? That's pretty cool. They don't offer that. Yeah, but they don't offer that at her apartment. There was parking everywhere inside the parking lot. Visitor parking's out on the street. Great. There's no fucking parking because they had fucking Halloween parties or college kids. It's Halloween yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. before weekend. They were having so how do they authorize a visitor parking? How do they authorize a visitor? You can't. There's none. You have to park on the street or visitor parking is. Oh, okay. So it's I, I like, parked it's on the like street. You were just saying yours is. They can. Okay, I gotcha. Right. So I parked on the street. My car got towed. I was so fucking livid. So the next morning, Caitlin's like, "Mom, I walked the. I walked Lola, and your car was towed." It's like son of a fucking bitch. I like, understand. Wait, you parked on the street. Did it say no parking? No, it does not say no parking. It was on the, it was at the end of the concrete where the street ends in like gravel. 
And there were cars parked behind me too. Every single one of our cars got towed. Every yeah, single street one. Is, we street is public. Street is not owned. And the street is not owned because I had to go through that with my other landlord. The street is not owned by the property owner. Well, my car got towed $116 later. I've emailed the manager, but you know, oh, the kids not that bad. In, it's not bad. No, but, <laughs> but the kids still. that I know I was like freaking out, but the kids that work there in the, um, like little office thing. Oh my God. They were college kids. And there was this one little girl in there. I needed, she needed a spanking and being put to put when I'm my talking, fire alarm just went off. Oh my God. I Okay. Yeah, okay, we're back. <laughs> one well, sure. it was crazy because it's loud as fuck when it goes off. And I've told my kids, you we don't if if you know you don't I'm have here. to jump I'm up listening. right away. I'm trying to get a pillow in my ass. Yeah, no problem. If you know, get ready to get out of the house in case you have to get out of the house. But so I went out and walked around to see if I could see smoke or smell smoke or you know, walk around my apartment to see if anything went outside in the neighbor. I didn't know if anybody else was here because like we've talked, there's eight units in my, my condo and most of them are not occupied. The, there's nobody else lives here full time, but us. Um, and then, but my upstairs neighbors and the people on the fourth floor were here and I saw them coming out and, and like, does anyone know what's going on? Like, no. So you go out on the street, you know, everyone's on the street, like, oh my God, oh my God, you know, because it's fucking loud. And so we still didn't know what's going on. Um, I told them to go. You, that's why I told you we're getting out of the house because we don't know what's going on. Um, go out there and the fire department comes. Could hear the sirens coming. The fire department gets here. And the fire department, apparently they don't know, they don't know what tripped it. That I got a reading for something. But the fire, I, I backed away from the conversation because I was about to lose my shit. But it was the fire department and then the two men of the two other condos who were here. And they were talking to him. And the fire department guy was like, who called the fire department? You can't just call us to come turn off your fire alarm because this, this box, you don't have a key to the box. It has to be an emergency. And, I'm, and I was like, well, who, how are we supposed to know if it's an emergency or not? The fucking alarms are going off. We don't know if there's a fire brewing in one of the guys. I was so pissed I had to back away because my a cab self was coming out, and that includes fire department people, everything. Because if we knew it was a faulty trip, if we knew that, if somebody knew that, because I still don't, they said somebody named Ashley that there's a recording and there's a there's a track back to who called. Okay, but we live in the fucking French Quarter. I stepped out that gate and I count, and there were no less than twenty people on the street in this block. Anyone could have called the fire department. And I turned around to the other, the guy who was in the courtyard with me, who's the partner of the person upstairs. And I'm like, that's bullshit. They should not be chastising us for somebody calling 911 without no, no whoever called 911 did not know that that's what they're supposed to do. My kids, I tell them, call, you should not ever be afraid to call 911. Not if you know it's not an emergency, don't call. Yeah, get it, got it. Nobody knew the fucking building wasn't on fire. Don't be chastising us for calling nine one one. Oh shit! Hold on, hold on. Okay, sorry. God, that was my neighbor knocking <laughs> on the door. The neighbor that I've told you that I don't care for too much because they're like raging conservatives and what's funny is before i went yeah. outside into the courtyard when the fire department went off I, I had a sweater on and i just came back inside i realized how fucking hot it is i don't know why i have a sweater on and i threw on this other shirt and i'm about to stand up a little bit so you can see it because it's a uh -oh. hi where's a microwave moment to my ultra conservatives upstairs neighbors he knocked on my door to tell <laughs> me what just happened hold on <laughs> this is hell satan established 666 <laughs> This, guys, it says Hell Satan across everything upside down. Established 666. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Oh my um, God. Yeah, I talked to the condo association lady and they're going to come out and read it. I was like, Why are you looking at me? That's funny. That's hilarious. God. Anyway, yeah, I, I didn't appreciate that they were like chastising. Um, people for calling 911 because yeah, that's their that's their 
that's their yeah. job as firefighters. They get calls like that all the time with automatic alarms going off. All I mean, the time. I get it so if somebody knows. If somebody knows it's not an emergency, then and you call number one to tell them, hey, uh, there's the that like what happened that one day that with the, they were fogging in one of the apartments and it uh, tripped the alarm. You call them and say, hey, look, it's a false alarm. We it's tripped. We're going to fix it. But he was like, you can't just call us to come out here and turn it off. Well, call That's you to come job. out here and make sure something's not on fire. That's, That's why you're called out here. And they're supposed to check it and make sure there's nothing on fire. Like that's their job. To make well, sure and my neighbor said that he saw some message come up that you can read the message. It says what tripped it or something. And we don't know if it's like bad wiring because like, I mean, it's everything's here just so outdated. We just don't know what yeah. it is, why, but still, well, but still, I was, I was, that's thinking. their, that's their job as firefighters to come out and do right. that. And they need to fucking get over it. You probably had interrupted a, had them back playing their the video game or TV show mm-hmm. or game or like I told or... that one, the, the one, the other guy in the courtyard with this, I was like, I told my kids don't hesitate to call them one. If yeah, you think it's an emergency, for. call them, call them. Don't call them because somebody didn't give you your chicken nuggets in the drive-thru. Don't call them because your coffee's not hot enough. But if if you are in a building and the alarm is going off and you do not know why you get out, absolutely fucking call them. Yes, absolutely. That's their Their job. job. Their job. So so anyway. So back to a poor thing. My car got towed. I got it back. I'm back home. Everything's going good. My Jasmine bad dog turned 13 this week. I saw and he was he was barking. He was like, What the fuck's going on? I (laughs) took him out and he was barking to everybody just now, like, what's all happening? You're disturbing my rest. Poor baby. I'm so scared he's gonna just die. The other Ah, yesterday, 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 Mel, I get up from working at my desk and I go to walk into the bedroom because I was gonna chill, I was done my work. And he usually follows me just immediately. He gets up and follows me. He, well, he didn't follow me. And I turn around and look at him and he's laying on his little bed over there. And he's like, his arms outstretched, his legs outstretched. He's just eyes half open, oh, just, yeah. sit, just sitting there. And I'm like, Jasper, nothing. Fuck, is he dead? And I'm like, Jasper. And then he jumps up like, what, what? I'm like, God damn it. Scare me like that. He's looking at me. My funny you. Jasper bad dog. And I need to love on you and aggravate you still some more. <laughs> oh, now my fucking nerves are shot. God damn. Okay. So we're not even going to take a break. We're just going to get into the story. So yeah. whenever Belle was here, we went to the House of Spirits. They have them all over. And um, we went, uh, this is the same one I went to last year. And it's a spooky soiree. They have, so it always tells a story. Last year was about an artist and that it was, he made the art crazy and they came to life. This year, it refers back to Slovak, Slovak um, folklore, Ball, so we're going to yeah. talk about that. So that's going to be kind of a spooky paranormal story today. But we're going to talk about the story of the house and how it came to be. So, of course, this is not true. They just put this okay, together. Okay, so say, is this true? For the dramatic, um, but they pulled all the different <laughs> folklore characters and made like this crazy story out of it. Okay. makes sense. For us to go to the so house this is the story it. of what was going on that night if we had yes. actually followed the story and not just yes. gotten drunk <laughs> but it was so fun i knew you'd have a blast well people were giving us their drink tickets what we're supposed yeah. to say no yeah i mean so and they gave us chocolate ones too so i know yeah, so we appreciate it. And we did, we do have new listeners, Nancy, Dorothy, Grace, Lisa, John, Brittany, and Tierney. Thank you so much. It was great meeting you guys. Oh, I don't need fun. to text Tierney back. Tierney, <laughs> I got your text. I'll text you back, babe. Um, so it's an about an um, eminent psychiatrist and hyp- uh, hypnotist, Dr. Grigor Volkov. He wait, I got to stop you real quick. Wait, wait, wait. A minute ago when the fire alarm went off, I was scared because I was smoking and I thought I did it. Of course he did. Oh my God. I didn't do it. Okay, go ahead. Premier okay, eminent, so, yeah. eminent psychiatrist and hypnotist, Greg, Dr. Grigor Vakov, who we met, remember, because I said, where's the psychiatrist? And they're like, oh, he's over there. And he had a, like a black, like crazy right. robe thing. I look like a priest almost. Invites his recently orphaned nieces and nephews to live with him at Volkov Manor. So it was at Alexander Mansion, which is this huge mansion. Like, okay, this is funny. Like, this is fun, you know. <laughs> it feels like we got to get out of here. There's something in here. I can feel it. So we yeah. 
in the that, that one I didn't like that one that room but this this house is built like 1800s like it's yeah I would so like to I would like to find out more information about the action the house itself who lived there all that stuff well that's definitely a story we can cover called the, it's the Alexander Mansion and let's find out you know what is going on and yeah. why it is haunted because it definitely is so um they named it the Volkov Manor for this specific um, house of spirits tour a former halfway house for his disturbed patients. Once there, the children discover the spirits of those former patients wandering the halls, but not to frighten them. Rather, they seem intent on protecting the children from malicious, a malicious entity known as the Midnight Man. The characters and themes of the House of Spirits, Volkov Manor, are loosely based on real-life inspirations, including the final days of Gregoria Rasputin. Ah, ah Rasputin! But who is Bellis Blue? Bellis Blue? That was in the bottom in the basement. Remember the witch lady said like Bellis Blue? Yeah, so she's, so that's part of this. We're going to get into one of those characters in a little bit because those characters are like the slow. Oh, it's all part of the story. Folklore, like the folklore. Gotcha. Okay, I'm listening. I'm here for it. Are you sure you don't want to take a little quick break? Don't we get an extra penny? Yes, we can. Do you want to take a break? Um, do I want to take a break? Yeah, I do because Robert's about to be home. Sorry, okay. man. This is this is why we always have to keep postponing our fucking recording it's and why true. we never get a recording done. Okay, so it's fine. take a little it's break. Fine, we're fine. It's fine. We'll be right back, <laughs> y'all. Sure. Welcome sure back. Has returned. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And y'all want y'all wonder. Uh, why we don't release when we should because this shit happens every time we try anyway sorry my husband just all right so the characters and themes of the house of spirits of Volkov manor are loosely based on real life inspirations including the final days of gregory rasputin the ancient god Velis, and other slovic folk tales throughout the centuries so more i'm going to tell you i'm going to mostly talk about some folklore things because we haven't really talked about them since our first season when we talked about the Crazy Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. So prepare yourself for a full night of mystery and magic, they tell you. So if you guys want to check this out, I think it's going through through next week, but um, it's a lot of fun. So you get drinks with it. We just got the basic package and it was fun. So and so you remember we were going to um, I told you we were going to do something like that this last Mm -hmm. week. We we actually ended up canceling all of our weekend plans this last weekend because we were going to go to a burlesque show uh, about the crow um, and then that. And it was, we've just been so fucking busy and so tired. We canceled it. This next weekend is going to be so crazy. We have the vampire ball coming up. Oh my God. More than that. Was that it? That's the whole story. That's just it. No, I'm going to get into Slovak folklore. I just wanted oh. to talk about the House of Spirits. That's what it's about. And so now oh, we're going to get into- Oh, okay. So now you're actually going to get into the, the actual folklore, though, that it's Yeah, so on. I was going to talk about some of the folklore because they oh, yeah. did have some of that there in the upstairs that you could go. So it was an immersive experience and you go upstairs and you could find like different things. And what's crazy is there's one room. It was really funny because the characters, I'm like, hey, daddy. He's like, you're really aggressive. I'm like, well, can we call you daddy? <laughs> <laughs> That, that part was fun. It was five rooms and each room was themed around a specific folklore children's book type of tale. And yeah. you got to walk in, you walked into a room and you read all of the stories. Um, and then you had to go into each of the other rooms and figure out what the clue was. And once you gathered all the clues, you were able to then go turn those in and get the next clue to the story. Had we finished all that out, would have been good to know. Yes, but it was fun. It was it a was lot fun. of fun. And we yes, fucking drank. So that fun. one drink was so good. They were all all good. right. So tell us about the so, actual. Yeah. So these folklore. are just some different folklore. So I've got a couple of different stories that I'm going to tell you guys. Um, so the elements of Slavic folklore, the mysterious forests of Eastern Europe have inspired tales of terrifying monsters, tormented souls, and mischievous spirits. This was a land that endured dark and cold winters. And we see that reflected in the mythology creatures um, created by its inhabitants. But we also see a respect for the natural world, which hid many dangers while also bestowing many blessings. Because it's a beautiful, it's beautiful there in that area. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gorgeous. So, gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So, vengeance is another strong theme running throughout Slavic folklore. The Wait, what is? Plants, 
What? Vengeance. Vengeance. Okay. Yes. The people of these lands knew well that injustice in the world deserved to be punished, but often wasn't. So they would oh, make up right. Absolutely. To yeah, because I mean, a lot of that area was Vikings and stuff. So they. Well, we know up. that just in general. Look at how many stories that we talk about. And that, that area, the, yeah. the person did not get true justice for what they did. You know, vengeance. So yeah, I love this yeah. theme. So, and of course, religion was an influential factor as many tales emphasize the importance of observing sacred rituals with some mm-hmm. of these um, characters. So seven creatures of Slavic folklore, some um, malevolent, some benign, <laughs> and some that will tolerate the presence of humans so long as they behave themselves. So um, I'm just that's the way I feel about people too. I'll tolerate (laughs) their presence so long as they behave. So the first one is Baby Yaga, not to be confused with Yoda, Yaga, Y-A-G-A. The monstrous old hags, an iconic creature or creation of Slavic folklore, as is the chicken-legged. Wait, it's Baby Yaga or Baba Yaga? Oh, excuse me, Baba Yaga. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, I thought it was Baba Yaga. B-A-B-A, I saw baby, you're right, it's Baba Yaga. So, um, baby in the corner. She has a chicken-legged hut she dwells in. I said chicken-legged. Surrounded by a fence topped with impaled human skulls, she has been depicted riding the sky in a flying mortar in pestle, P-E-S-T-L-E, the very mortar and the pestle she uses to grind the bones of her victims which are usually children before she cooks and eats them. So this reminds me a lot of that witch that we talked yeah. about. I remember what I her name remember. is because of yeah. fucking ever ago. So maybe Yaga's um, two siblings are named Olga and Saraga are warned by their mother not to venture outside while the black geese are flying as the geese are agents of Baba Yaga sent to kidnap children. So this is in this, the children's story. Right. The two troublemakers ignore their mother's warnings and venture out into the forest. Sergei is snatched by the geese and brought to Baba Yaga's hut to be eaten. These are always just stories about trying to scare children into being obedient. I think so, pretty much, yes. Thankfully, Olga is able to rescue him with magical assistance. Baba Yaga doesn't always feature as an antagonist. In some stories, she is a trickster or even a reluctant helper. Uh, Basilisa seeks Baba Yaga's aid in dealing with a um, step, a crazy stepmother that's not very nice to her kids. Okay. So that's another Basilisa the Beautiful is what she's called. The witch asks Basilisa to perform several tasks for her in exchange provides a skull containing a fire that our heroine uses to burn her stepmother to ashes. <laughs> in many tales baba yaga is depicted as a guardian of the underworld whose hut lies on the boundary between the land of the living and the realm of the dead so the second one is the rasaka a seemingly harmless water nymph with murderous intentions the rasaka lures young men into the water and drowns them it reminds me a lot of mermaids yeah Sirens, that's what they yeah. do but she is not a mindless killer and there is a tragic element to the character do you rasaka- watch love death and robots I don't. So no. anyone who watches Love, Death, and Robots, there's an episode you should watch. There's one episode that's like this. Just like she's like a water nymph, and it's crazy. You watch it, you're like, "What did I just watch?" Yeah, it's pretty cool. Go okay, watch it. I have to watch it. And there's no words in the oh. whole episode. But she is not a mindless killer, and there's a tragic element to her character. Rosaka um, were believed to be the souls of women who had been drowned by men. In many cases, they're lovers. Oh, Rosaka wow. could be released from the curse if her death was avenged. In a 1993 adventure game, Quest for Glory, Shadows of Darkness, the player character encounters a Rasaka and helps free her from her eternal under, um, undeath by competing, completing a sequence of tasks. To learn her real name and remind her who she is, who she was in life. To find and confront the spirit of the man who murdered her. To kiss her, demonstrating the compassion that her love, that her lover denied her in life. So mm-hmm. you can release them. Cool. The third one is the Leshy. The Leshy is a woodland spirit that takes the form of a giant with tangled green hair and bark-like skin. See, I knew this one from The Witcher. He guards the forest, unleashing his rage upon any who defile it. The Leshy is rarely spotted by humans, which The Witcher is in that area as well. So that would make sense because, yeah. Well, The Witcher is in a completely made-up reality. but Right, but it's supposed to be like that, (laughs) like scenery, like the woods and stuff. Right, yeah. Although the sound of him whistling or laughing 
can be heard. He is happy to leave people alone unless they anger him. And the bond between him and the land is so strong that he feels pain when a tree is cut down. In some stories, he plays a benevolent role, taking care of lost children and bestowing gifts on people who care for the forest. Cool. The last is depicted somewhat differently in a role-playing game, The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, where he appears as an antagonist and takes the form of a living tree with antlers. (laughs) The fourth one is The Alchemist, a benign version of the siren from Greek mythology. The alchemist possesses the body of a bird and the head of a woman. Her beautiful song brings joy to anyone who hears it. Unlike her counterpart, the siren, whose song lures people to their deaths. The alchemist dwells in the underworld, but enters the world of the living to lay eggs on the beach, which which she then rolls into the sea. The hatching of these eggs brings about raging thunderstorms that have been the death of many a sailor. It's said that an apple feast of the Savior Day, the Slavic name of the Feast of the um, Transfiguration, the crying of the siren can be heard in apple orchards in the morning, but it replaced by the joyous laughter of the alchemist by the evening. Mm. So if you're ever in that area and you hear laughing laughter. in the morning, yeah. joyous la- in the evening, excuse me, um, and the siren crying in the morning, then you know what it is. Yeah. The fifth one's the bannock. Wait, I don't, um, I don't get the alchemist because like alchemy means the trying to turn something into gold. So an alchemist so, would be a, a scientist that is, I don't understand why they're calling them an, an alchemist. That A-L-K-O-N-O-S-T. Alchemist, maybe. Alchemist, not alchemist. Alchemist. Oh, I thought you said an alchemist. A-L-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-N-
The seventh one is the vampire. It's believed that vampires originated in um, Slovak folklore, although they took a very different form from the reclusive um, aristocrats and sophisticated socialites so familiar to modern audiences. The Wampirts, which is Polish, or Vampir, Serbo-Croat, or of Slovak folklore, shit, for vicious demons roaming the forest at night and hunting their prey like animals. Unlike Count Dracula, they did not seductively drink the blood of their prey, but rather ripped their throats out and yes. mutilated their bodies. Yes. Nor were they created through the uh, will of higher vampires, but rather by an unnatural death, such as suicide, or by sacrilegious acts, such as leaping over a grave or performing incorrect burial, burial procedures. Okay. An individual who had been um, excommunicated That's might rise- specific. As individuals who had been excommunicated might rise from death as a vampire. One thing these early vampires have in common with those of today is that the primary method of destroying them was a stake to the heart or head. Of course, the Bastille vampire of Slavic folklore would evolve to become one of the most iconic contributions made by any mythology to popular culture. Yeah. And spells going to the vampire ball. Yep. So that's cool. Yeah, it's just crazy. So, Kashi the Deathless was a kidnapper of brides, who's another one. Often, mothers tell skinny children who are fussy eaters, look at yourself. Yes. Look at yourself. You're the spitting image of Kashi. The antagonist's name most likely derives from the Russian word for bone cost. He looks like a skeleton wrapped in a transparent film of skin. Kashi the Deathless is another Russian fairy tale character who resides in limbo between the world of the living and the world of the dead. There's where this is where he gets his unlimited magical strength from and his immortality. Most of the time, he appears in fairy tales in the form of a frightening sorcerer star with endless wealth kidnapping young girls to be his wives. In one tale, he turns an entire um, sardom, T S A R D O M, into a rock. In another, he punishes Sarvna Visalisa. Sardom is like a kingdom because the Sars. So were... turning her into a frog. He's also very difficult to defeat. Bizarrely, his death can be found at the end of a needle, the needle in an egg, the egg in a duck, the duck in a rabbit, and the rabbit in a truck, a trunk locked in um, chains hanging from the top of an oak. The very front. confusing, but yes. There you go. He's very difficult to defeat. But his death can be found at the end of a needle, the needle of an egg, the egg and a duck, the duck and a rabbit, and the rabbit in a trunk locked Sounds in. Sounds like there's a hole in the bucket. Hanging from the top also. of an oak. <laughs> the farmer got the dog and the dog got the farmer. What's weird. that song? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Furthermore, according to the oldest um, claims hanging from, or chains hanging from the top of an oak. Furthermore, according to the oldest tales, Kashi is also blind, and in order to see his enemies, he um, asks his servants to lift his eyelids. Ancient Slavs associated Kashi's image with the ritual of marital um, initiation. Thus, a young girl can only marry after Kashi the Deathless kidnaps her and the groom defeats the um, malefactor. Crazy, crazy, these stories. Where do they come up with this shit? Is that all of them? There are more. There's one more. But Gonka but they didn't and- do all of these at the place. There was only like five, no. I remember. There were five, but there were also the ones downstairs that looked really crazy looking. That looked like fish people and stuff. And some of those, if you see the pictures of these, they did look like some of the people that we did see there. Okay. That's why I asked that one lady that it was amazing doing burlesque. Are you the nymph? Because she looked like a nymph. And with her doing burlesque, she's trying to like act like a nymph. Oh, so you, know? you knew that you knew about these before we went? Yes. Yeah. Because we were going to record before and we didn't remember. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it I was like we were rushing. So, my God. And so, we were late. I mean, we I know. The it whole time fine. There. It's fine. We're fine. Yeah. So, Baganka, an evil female spirit, is the soul of a woman who killed her child or who died in her girlhood, was supposed to transform into Baganka. The Slavs imagined Baganka to be an ugly, naked, limping hag who walked through the forest fields and ravines in foul weather and at midnight. Baganka was most dangerous for children, depending on her mood. She could prevent a child from falling asleep, 
make him ill, scare, or even kidnap them. Some bagankas would even frighten cattle, steal and entangle yarn, and beat people until they're black and black. God. And so I'm good not meeting any of these people. Um, I like them I'm all. Good. I'm good. So you guys need to go check this these out. Um, again, so they're still doing that that House of Spirits. They're doing House of Spirits. They do it every year. So um, right now, I believe it's lasting until next week. So you have a full week and a half. I'll release this today. I have to plan so. next year to come and we'll do it again because yeah, because it's always it a, a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's always a different story. Yeah. And we um, were gonna was, and there's nothing that I have not seen anything like that here. That was just really neat. Well, because it's at the Alexander Mansion, and so I think the actual mansion, like the setup of it, is what makes it amazing. Mm. You know, because that's an such an old mansion, and I'm gonna have to we're gonna have to look up the story definitely at Alexander Mansion and do a story. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then she especially had it like an experience when we were there. So. Yeah. Next year, we are probably not going to do the Endless Night Vampire Ball. Next year, we want to do the Anne Rice Vampire Ball. It is a little different. It's well, it's um, it's put on by the official Anne Rice right. Club, and it's at a mansion here. It's. I was looking at some of the pictures and the way it is. It's more expensive. It comes with full dinner, comes with open bar. It seems more like a classy, like a cocktail Halloween thing rather than like a I wanna go. concert. <laughs> well, the tickets were $350. No, I don't want to go. <laughs> I mean, it benefits Save Our Cemeteries. Oh, and that's Full working. dinner with performances and I've seen the, the way they have it set up there. It's, it's at the Elms Mansion here. It's gorgeous. And it, it seems just a little bit more intimate more exclusive um but yeah the, we, we want to do that one next year this one awesome. the vampire ball here is it just reminds me more like i mean it's neat it's an event it's, yeah it's like more just going you know there's some performances and stuff but it's not like uh, a halloween cocktail type of thing where this it's like a dinner party the the Anne rice vampire ball is more like a dinner party like a ball that sounds and, so fucking amazing yeah I mean, we're super excited about going because we missed last year. We didn't get to go to the full thing. Our weekend starts on Thursday. Thursday night, we are going to a Halloween candlelight concert. So another one of those candlelight concerts that we went to before. Right. But this one's Halloween themed. And then, well, we're going to dinner first because Monday was our anniversary. I we know. Seven years. Yeah, we didn't talk about it on the show yet. Um, we've been married seven years. And it was really neat just really reliving the memories of, you know, that whole party. That was so much fun. That was just so much fun to do. Um, but we didn't like have any big plans for our actual anniversary. So what we did on Monday, our actual anniversary, we decided, well, we're just going to take like a, a nighttime walk around the quarter. Yeah. Cause Mondays there's nobody here. It's really gorgeous. The weather's lovely. So we decided to walk around and hit like some of our favorite places. Maybe at least was closed, but we went down to three legged dog, had a drink with the lady there. And while we were there, thank God we decided to go there because this lady shows up with fucking weed from Seattle. Well, she's there and I'm not going to say how, how, how we met her, but Anyway, she's visiting, visiting a local and she drove and has, and I'm like, really, can I get some? So she like gave us these edibles. She gave us the packaged flour. So I was, I mean, I looked at it to make sure it was what it was, but yeah, it shows the dispensary it's from and everything. So I'm like, wow. <laughs> yes. um, circled around. We went looking for lucky dog, the hot dog cart here. Cause that's oh, what we yeah. wanted. They, we couldn't find them. They weren't out. But so Thursday, we're actually going to go eat at a really nice, uh, like wine pub here. It's on Orleans. It's called, uh, Orleans Grapevine or Grapevine Orleans. I always fucking confuse it. Then go to the Candlelight concert. Then Friday, we are going to see Pussifer, which mm -hmm. it, it, he is, that's a side project of Maynard of Tool. And after Pussifer, we're going to go. God. Uh, I think they're in Dallas tonight. Christopher probably is there where he wears like the blonde it's wig the existential the reckoning tour and then he his wife dresses like kind of like hillbilly and they sing no okay no this okay. is do you know who tool is yes yes From yes the circle maynard the singer yes is, but i thought this was like a side project yeah, yeah no i don't 
think he gets up there with his wife and dresses like a hillbilly. It's possible. He's a fucking crazy motherfucker. But I, I mean, think it's so possible. I have a friend going to the concert tonight and they told me about it. And they, I'm like, who is that? And they see me the video and they like, they, and I think that is what you guys are going to. Did they say it was Pussifer? Yes. He is crazy. I wouldn't fucking doubt it. He has like a, it's see. like a character that he has. Maybe. It's possible. He does some blonde hair. He has okay. a little craziness. I wouldn't doubt it. Anyway, it's like at a sit down theater. So you like sit down. It's not nice. like a concert. Yeah. Really. I'm super excited about that. And then we're going to go to Vampire Ball after that because Vampire Ball is Friday night and Saturday night. And then Saturday, I'm getting my nails redone for Vampire Ball and going to go to the bazaar for Vampire Ball. See what that's about. I don't know what kind of merchants and stuff they'll have. That'd be, be cool. Yeah. And then do the actual Vampire Ball Saturday. And I still do not know what I'm going to wear. <sighs> I don't know. I have... No clue. I have got so, and I haven't told Robert, I really have no idea because I said, I have an idea. I have an idea what I'm going to wear. Mm-mm, no. Listen to this, I bought Robert. so much shit and I bought so much shit last year. I have so much shit. I need to just get in there and take it all out of my closet. I've got things I've never worn before still. So anyway. It'll come together. It all kinds of stuff. It'll come together. But it's Friday night and Saturday. And Friday night, I need to wear something that's comfortable enough to go see Pussifer in and then also do Vampire Ball afterwards. And you need to not walk and fall. <laughs> yeah, well, if I'll just wear my boots, I'll be fine. You don't um, need to fall. And then Sunday, we are doing the second line for Anne Rice. Oh my gosh, how fun. I know, so super excited. And then Monday's back to work. Blah. That sounds like so much fun. I have no big plans this weekend. Um, no parties, just- no... You know, pass out candy. Well, you does anyone trick or treat in your apartment? I'm going to my mom's to pass out candy. I'm going as Lydia Dietz. I told you. See, that's what I would like to do. I've not been able. I've never been anywhere that I can pass out candy. Oh no, I always do it at my mom's house. But Saturday is like, um, I know, I know. Like it's the day I'm supposed to be getting married, and I'm not sad that I'm not getting married. I'm sad because I'm not having the wedding in my dreams. That's Mm -hmm. what I'm sad about. You Um, you can always throw yourself a party. Yeah. You could. Mm-hmm. No, I want the wedding of my dreams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it'll happen someday. But yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm trying not to like dwell on it and be sad, but it's still hard because it would have been the wedding of my dreams. I'm not really doing anything else. And I love Halloween and I just, I don't have anything planned. I'm going to go watch David and then perform an area. And then um, I think he's going to come to me early since he left early last weekend. And we may go do something. I, I mean, it's whatever. You need you to know, meet somebody so. and be like, dude. All I want to do is have the wedding. Let's just tell everyone that we're going to get married. Let me have the wedding and then we can get divorced. We don't even have to really get married legally. Let's just have the wedding. No, you know me too well. And then that's all not going to work we're for me. <laughs> that's not going to work for me. That's not going to work. I want the full fucking deal. Like someday, someday my Overrated. prince will come. I'm kidding. You know me I'm though. Kidding. That's not I'm me. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm just trying not to dwell on that. Um, but there's a lot of life changes that are happening and eventually we'll be able to announce those on the show. I just can't announce it right now, but it's an amazing life change. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Cause I'm but, like, bitch, why do I, why do I not know what your life be, change is? I know it is. Amazing. It is. It's an awesome life change. It's an amazing life change. And um, it just, I can't tell you guys yet what it is, but I promise I will let you guys know, hopefully in the next few episodes or so. So yeah. So it's no, an she's not thing. getting married. No, <laughs> I gotta have a boyfriend for that. To get married, I need to at least date somebody for a while with a boyfriend. So, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. Um, guys go and check out, you know, our socials. Uh, I have my, um, accountant page OF back up. So guys Ooh. go follow me. Belle has hers. Go and find us on our Tiki talks, you know, all socials, Instagram, um, our, our Gotham bougie podcast, Facebook. Um, we have buymeacoffee.com. If you guys would like to go there, um, buy me a coffee slash GMB podcast, I believe. Um, I'm going to upload that link. I'm working on a website for us. It's just coming together. It's just, I don't have, I haven't had time. Well, and we are going now. to, um, start releasing more like every two weeks. So just letting everyone yes. know that it will not, we were really did really good three years of dropping every week, but we just got a lot of shit. And if, if Mel doesn't want me to quit altogether, because I told her as long as it's fun, I'll keep doing it, but it's taken a lot for me to have to 
arrange my life around it She's too. Although I do anywhere. enjoy it when we do actually I get on the call you. and actually able to, if I don't have fire alarms going off and shit, there's always something. But once I'm on here, I'm having fun. Listen, we've been trying to record this episode since Sunday because I, well, I can't get Zoom to work. And then right? I like restarted my Wi-Fi. It was like eight o'clock. Like it was a stupid shit has just happened. Like mm-hmm. y'all don't understand. Like we really love you guys and we want to keep doing it. But like she said, I agree with her. Like it's hard. And um, it'd be different yeah. if we weren't both, if we didn't have full-time jobs and full-time lives. I have two jobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, but that's it. That's our story. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, again, go follow us and everywhere. Um, y'all come back wait, now. Wait, wait, when we talk oh. again, I will have updates from Vampire Ball. Yes. Yeah, I'm so excited. Stuff. All right. I um, may do I may do Halloween stuff. I don't I know. I think yet. you okay. should. I think you should. <laughs> All right. Y'all come back, back now. Back now, you're here. You're here.